And good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always nice to have you with us, of course. This is our half an hour that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the area about issues that affect you. And so we want to take our time today with Family Pathways. Always a great conversation with the folks at Family Pathways. Dr. Ellen Welter-Lewis will be joining us here momentarily. We're going to be talking about a couple of things. The, uh, the Montessori School, the preschool that is there. We're going to talk about the Monarch Institute using the building again and then kind of flowing into COVID-19 and and how the Family Pathways organization is moving forward and, and the changes that will be in play if there are changes. So we'll talk about that. Let me first give you the different ways that you can listen because, of course, you do have us on the radio. You have the option of streaming with us online at WISR680.com. You have the option of the app that would go on your mobile device. You can do that as well. Uh, so you can also listen to us. Um, let's see, Alexa powered devices. I knew I was missing some. It's like a test every week, right? <laughs> so your Alexa powered device, what you do is just say, Alexa, play WISR 680. That's all you need. And we'll come up there and we'll broadcast live for the rest of the time that we're together. All right, Dr. Ellen Walter Lewis on the phone with me today. How are you doing today? It's nice to talk to you again. I'm great. Good morning. Good morning. Very nice to be here. It is nice to have you here. So since we have a lot to talk about, let's just dive in. Uh, You know what? Why don't we take the COVID protocols first, and then we'll go through the preschool and the Monarch Institute itself. But what's it mean to you now that we're at this stage of the game, if you will? Um, And what are you going to do after COVID? Well, it certainly is quite a process that evolves weekly. Um, We are seeing more people at the facility. I believe we're about 60% face-to-face in the counseling and other services. And that will keep coming full circle as um, we progress through COVID and the restrictions for contact and masks are removed. And, you know, everybody's getting vaccinated, so it really reduces the risk of contact. So do you have any kind of schedule as you move forward? Because it is moving so rapidly at this point and the masks are off and it just seems like, again, changes as we've had many times in the past, except these are positive changes, which is good. Um, Are you just going with the flow here or are you setting a schedule for yourself? Like in four weeks, we're looking to do this and six weeks, we're looking to do that. Well, we've talked about doing that, but we really don't have the freedom to do that because the state really regulates how we move forward. Oh, okay. And we have to write plans up. And usually, you know, when when it's time to make another change, we have to write a new plan and resubmit. So we're still wearing masks in the building and, you know, really trying to keep people safe and protected. And really minding, still minding the six-foot spacing. But prior to this, we were doing all virtual health. And we did continue with the Montessori School to have the children come in, but we kept them very isolated in their classroom. And a lot of their activities also changed a lot with COVID, but they were troopers and did a beautiful job. I'm interested in that plan. Can I jump back <clears throat> to that for just a moment, if you don't mind? Because I didn't realize uh-huh. that's what you had to do. So oh, so you have yeah. to write a plan, and then what's the process? It goes to the state, and does that have to be approved? Yes, it goes to the region and then to the state. And I'm really And cu- they, re- they review it and then and give us the okay. 
that that sounds reasonable. And yes, you're incorporating all the, you know, safety factors and, and it's helpful because then we share that plan with staff and they know, you know, they have a written plan and a better understanding of how we're moving forward. What's the turnover time of their decisions? Because as we all, I don't want to say all joke, but, you know, the government can be a little slow. <laughs> and so in these, in these times of rapid changes, are they making those decisions relatively quickly for you so you can move forward and progress and make your changes? Oh, yes. Uh, they have identified individuals who are on top of this, and it seems to go very well. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So, so as uh, the state changes, you change, you get a plan in and, and move forward. Do you anticipate many more changes or it's been a hard year to anticipate anything? What's your well, thoughts? It's not, it's not been a straight line. It's more of a zigzag. Right. You right. know, with COVID and, you know, two steps ahead, three steps back. You just have to embrace the process and, and go with it and not get upset because we have no control over it. And so we really try to um, incorporate as much as we can to support our clients and ensure that they have a quality experience. And, you know, we're looking forward to getting back to semi-normal but we're not even sure what that is anymore. Right, right. So it's all changed. It's very, it's very interesting time to live. What do you think that you'll keep as a service or a process that came from the pandemic that you're going to move forward with? Like, will you keep more virtual appointments? Will you uh, keep a certain uh, process that you do even after we get through the last part of this? In, with COVID? I think that. You know, prior to COVID, we would have many more people in the waiting room that needed to be there. I think we will continue to practice some social distancing and uh, not have so many people just hanging out at the building. And it's a fun place to hang out at, but it's really not necessary. Right. So that that's some of the things that we will do. Um, we will, we've developed a lot of places on our campus where we can go outside and have sessions. I think we will continue to grow that and offer our clients more opportunities in that area so that they can be in fresh air. Uh, we, we put all new um, furnace systems on the top floor with advanced filtration. Of course, that will continue with us. So we've really tried to, you know, when we've made changes to the campus or the building, to make those changes looking towards the future. I have to confess to you um, that when I go to appointments now, it's nice that you don't have to wait in the waiting room. <laughs> I have to say, you know, you call and you let them know you're there. You walk right in. Right, right. Why? It, it, it's amazing. You know, we did, we thought this was going to be such a problem when we started. It's actually a relief. I agree. There so. are, yeah, there are some silver linings that, you know, yes, no one yes. wished the pandemic. No one wants to go through this again. You know, I wouldn't want to wish it on anyone. But there are some silver linings that have come out of it that you think, wow, okay, we could adjust and change how yes. we do things. So, yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, let me ask you about the Monarch Montessori Preschool. Uh, you mentioned how how they had adjusted. Uh, have they adjusted back? Um, or or are, are you looking forward to the fall just being a normal year? I think the fall will be very close to a normal year. Um, I We're still wearing masks, and it's amazing how those little guys adjust. But 
um, they have been troopers through this whole thing. And, you know, the teachers just explained to them and they have been very cooperative students this year. We did extend the school year. Usually we're done at the end of May. We're going to be done at the end of June because we wanted to make sure we filled that gap um, for the children that they missed as a result of COVID. So we extended the school year so they could have you know, the time they deserve. So, um, and they've adapted to that. The families loved that, wanted that. So um, it's very, it's been a very pro- uh, positive experience. Is that an easy turnaround for you to start on time again once we hit the fall, if you're going until the end of June? I can't imagine for a preschool that it would be a difficult thing to just, what about two months later, start back up for your fall session? Well, we have very wonderful teaching staff, Miss Chris and Miss Lisa. They are veterans in this. They, they have a finely tuned machine and they do a wonderful job. So I really believe that they will be 100% ready. I've never known them not to be ready. So um, they took this COVID thing and made it work for their students. And I'm sure whatever adaptations still remain, they will incorporate that and we will move forward. And I'm not asking you to guess the future or predict the future, but just what are your thoughts about Uh, the masks once we get to the fall. Do you think that they'll be gone by that time? Because you're talking about preschoolers. And as we're talking now, you know, you're only um, getting vaccines for 12 and up. So as our conversation is now, that's the ruling. I don't know how that opens up. Of course, nobody knows what we're going to get to in the next couple of months. Will you still work with masks at that point? Will you uh, have the kids' masks free? Or do you have to wait again for the state to make their ruling? Well, it, it will come down from the state, but I would anticipate that we would be starting with masks. Not that we want to start with masks, but the children, they don't even blink an eye. I went um, a couple weeks ago and read to them um, about entering kindergarten and, and read a book to them. And every single one of them sat there with their little masks on. It was kind of amazing. It is. I like to see their little faces, but it is um, really um, admirable that they comply with that and no one fussed or tried to remove their mask during that entire book I read. Yeah. So they do a great job. I think they, they did a better job than adults, in my opinion. I've said they that more than once. They did a better job than me. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that more than once on this particular radio program or, or the time that I've been on the air throughout the year because we were worried, you know, that kids wouldn't comply with it. And I'll tell you, they, they've done such a great job, an admirable job, as you say. Yeah, give, give them credit for doing mm-hmm. such a great job with those masks. If we want to think about preschool for the fall, uh, is now a good time to, to talk with Family Pathways or Monarch Montessori Preschool about what comes in the fall and, and get the planning underway? Oh, this is the perfect time. And, you know, you just give Miss Chris a call at 724-841-9307 and tell her that you're interested in Montessori And she'll invite you to come visit the classroom, which is really wonderful. We have openings. There's three different opportunities. You can come Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and that's $200 a month. You can come Tuesday and Thursday for $150 a month. And you can come Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for $275 a month, which is really a great deal because, you know, 
and that's a little bit cheap other two days um, because there's so many days. But I think that they have um, five or six openings, and we would like to have a full classroom. It's a small classroom, uh, a small student load. We don't um, have like 40 kids in a room or anything like that. We have, um, I think, a combination between the part-time days and full-time days. I think we have about 20 children that can be involved in the Montessori preschool. And what are the ages that you deal with for preschool? Uh, Typically three. They must be potty trained. And then children three to five. And um, I think four children or five children are graduating to kindergarten this year. So um, that will leave those openings. What are the benefits of a Montessori preschool? I know a lot of us know that it's here uh, but we never really investigated it. Why would you say a Montessori school is, is a good good choice? Montessori um, really encourages exploration and hands-on interaction between adults and children. And it's a really calming process, and it teaches children how to focus and explore the different elements of each project they're involved in. Um, they work on a project at their desk. Um, before they start the project, they get the uh, items from the shelving, take it to their desk, work on it, put it back together neatly, and return it. So it really teaches a lot of self-discipline. Um, it, it just is a remarkable process. Children come in um, very... Um, busy and not focused and by the end of the year they're just very calm and happy in their environment and really looking forward to exploration and learning. They really leave uh, Montessori ready to learn and that's the big thing about Montessori. It's been proven that it, it can be a life-changing experience and mean difference between a difficult life and a successful life. And they learn different things at Montessori school that public school doesn't teach, right? I mean, and I ask that because I, I had a family member who had her kids in Montessori for a while, not in this area, mm-hmm. but just where she lives in the in the country. And she was telling me how um, the, the kids were learning how to wash their dishes and put them away. I mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. just little things, but yet those are things that we incorporate in life. And And I think as parents, sometimes we forget to, to teach our kids how to do certain things. And I think I've told you this before where I think my one son wanted to make, I don't know, mac and cheese a few years ago. And I didn't realize he didn't know the process. I I totally forgot, you know? So I think that Montessori school has that benefit too, where as parents, sometimes we forget to teach a few things. Mm -hmm. If you, if you come in on the Montessori classroom as they're arriving in the day, they come right in. They're all cheerful saying good morning to each other. They sit down. Um, if I come through, they very readily say, they think they, I am the principal, you know, and they say, good morning, principal. It's very sweet. And it's a very positive experience. So where do they go in your new building? I, well, I say new building, but it's the new side of the building. And you know, uh, Ellen, this is going to be the new side of the building forever. <laughs> I'm going to call it the new <laughs> side of the okay. building. It'll be 20 years old. I'll still be calling it the new side of the building. But they go in the new side of the building, right? 
Well, actually, they come in under the awning. There's a, a lower porch level that has a, a 12 by 50 porch, and they come in under that porch, and they come in, and they um, gather in two groups, go up in the elevator to the fourth floor where their classroom is. So, again, Monarch Montessori Preschool at Family Pathways. And give us the number again if we would like to ask questions or, or can we get a tour? Sure. And the number is 724-841-9307. And if you need us at Family Pathways for anything, our number is 724-284-9440. How has Family Pathways been recently? Is there an uptick in in need? Have you been busier than ever? Is it slow right now? Talk about what you're going through at Family Pathways. Um, It is not slow right now. (laughs) I can say that with um, quite a bit of conviction. We are um, pretty much swamped in our outpatient services. Um, People are looking for um, support. Families are really exhausted as a result of COVID and looking for support. I know that across the county, family-based services are um, pretty much swamped. Um, We've had in our permanency and adoption services, we've had an upswing. And um, our legacy services where we go in and help families in the home has also seen a big influx of referrals recently. Families are really fragile right now, and we really need to reach out to our neighbors and offer them support in any way we can. I think it's difficult, too, when I say the helpers even need help, and I include parents in that because we're helping our kids grow and and teaching and, and getting them where they need to be. And parenting is a tough job in and of itself, adding on the pandemic it, it's it, it has been a lot of stress. I mean, I'm a parent. I've said that many times. Um, what do you do? What's the first step? Is it just a call and, and, and just reach out to say, I, I'm having a struggle right now? Yeah, you, for us, you just need to call um, our main number and, you know, we're happy to speak with you. But we are really looking if anyone knows of any um, therapists that are interested in work, we are hiring right now. So we would love to have some um, candidates from the community come in and um, go through orientation and join our therapy team. That would be great. Do you have any other positions available? That's been a a hot topic about folks, well, companies needing positions filled for whatever reason that that, people aren't yet quite going back to work. Do you have some jobs that, that are open? Yes, we do. And I think everybody in the country does right now. Right, right, right. Every place I go, I see help wanted signs. So hopefully we get some of those filled for everybody soon. But yes, we we have been hiring pretty steadily um, for the last, I would say, four months. And, and we are constantly looking to fill the positions we have available. So, I mean, we have enough staff to do what we need to do, but that's not the way I like to keep it. I like to have you know, extra staff with extra time to spend with those most needy. So, Dr. Dr. Ellen Welter-Lewis with us with Family Pathways and, of course, on the phone with me today as we're talking kind of all things Family Pathways, (laughs) throwing in Montessori School in there as well. 
Before I run out of time, though, I want to ask you about the Monarch Institute. And that is the newer part of the building, as I was kind of uh, joking about before in calling it the new part of the building. Uh, You haven't been using it, of course, in the past year for many months because of the pandemic. Where are you with its use? Are people coming back to use it? Yes, we actually have some events scheduled. And if people um, need to schedule an event, they can certainly call us because a lot of the restrictions have been lifted. And we can have some smaller events now. Um, So if you would like to talk with us about having um, a training, uh, a bridal shower, um, any kind of celebratory event or any kind of learning event, we're happy to work with you on that because, you know, it's a lovely facility. And I would really like to see the community put it to use. So that number is 724 284-9440 and ask for Ricky. And I want to ask you to explain the different venue sizes that you have because you have multiple rooms and um, you can hold quite a few people. Are you just starting off at one event at a time? Or are you able to fill those rooms at this point? Well, I think that we have, we have 16 different rooms that are available um, for use. The largest holding up to 230 and then we can get down into smaller, like, meetings or you can have a meeting for two, four, six, eight, you know, any of those. Um, we had Red Chimney Hall, which comfortably holds 60 to 70 people. Uh, we have um, Family Hall and um, Butterfly Hall that easily holds 40 people. And there's a lot of conference rooms and other just smaller meeting rooms so it's really um, a nice place to meet it's a gorgeous building a gorgeous place and I know we had these conversations when you first opened it and and uh, it was really becoming popular and so do you feel like you're starting over is it just a matter of getting people back in in a continuation well at some level it's starting over because you know we have to incorporate the COVID sanitation um, and, you know, have everything out there so people can be safe. And, and so it really is starting over. It's, it's, it's a very unusual experience, but, you know, I'm glad we have this resource for our community. So I'm very happy to do it again. So again, give us the number for the Monarch Institute. If we want to start holding events again, we can do that at your location. Okay. 724-284-9440. You know what and I'm gonna, for, Yeah, go ahead. No, I said ask for Ricky. Ask for Ricky. We yeah. gotta give a shout out to Ricky. We never get to talk hey. to Ricky anymore. Or <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ricky's always a nice guy, always helping you out over there at Family Pathway. So hi Ricky. Hi, Ricky. Hey, I want to jump on that that phrase that you just said, you know, kind of a reset or starting over. Um because I'm sure a lot of people are feeling that in the last couple of minutes that we have, again, I just want to focus on family pathways and how they can help people. Do you feel like it is a reset in life that, that a lot of people are, are taking time to contemplate what's in their life? Like where do they want to go? What's their goal in 10 and 20 years? Do you find people doing that? Yes. I, I found, I've had this wake up call um, conversation with so many people where um, COVID and the isolation really made them think about what do I want in life? Where do I want to go? And how am I going to get there? So, yes, I think that's one of the gifts of COVID. 
is people uh, making concerted efforts to identify where they want to be and how they're going to get there. So in that respect, I think people are a little bit more focused right now. I would not have said that two months ago because two months ago, everybody I encountered was so scattered. And now it's kind of coagulating and coming together and people are starting to plan again, which is a wonderful thing. Is that a part of a recovery process, no matter what the crisis is, that you go through different stages of grief and then you go through different stages of recovery? Is this a part of recovery if you're thinking about it in the way of emotional wellness? Absolutely. <clears throat> Remember in one of our previous conversations, I talked about COVID mania, mm-hmm. where people were like a little switch would just flick and they were automatically angry and And that is now subsiding some, and people are moving to the more positive side of decision-making. I'm very happy to see that. I just hope we hold on to the positivity for quite some time. You know, I always wait for the the shoe to drop when people get angry again, and, and I'm hoping that we hold on to that positivity. I am, too. Absolutely. Dr. Ellen Welter-Lewis, of course, of Family Pathways, uh, just kind of a recap we were talking about today, the, the Monarch Institute, it's open uh, for you to start holding events. You got the Montessori School there at the, uh, the Monarch Montessori School, the preschool at Family Pathways. And then, of course, Family Pathways, that division themselves of taking care of families and taking care of you. If, if you need help, then please give them a call and reach out. Dr. Ellen, any other comments you'd like to share with us? Your final thoughts before I let you go today? Well, I guess people, if they can start reflecting on the gifts that COVID has brought for them and planning ahead, and if you have any little ones that need to come to Montessori, we would love to have them come visit us, come see our our Montessori space. It's very beautiful, and the kids love it, so... And thank you, Tracy, for having me um, come speak with you today because I always enjoy talking with you. And while I have you, I appreciate all the time that Family Pathways has given us in the past year as well. I know it's been a long year, and and I know we get to talk to you often every month or so, but there were a lot of times that we relied on you just for your expertise throughout the pandemic. So I thank you for that time as well. Oh, anytime. A great resource for the community, Dr. Ellen Welter-Lewis and Family Pathways. Uh, Ellen, thanks for being here, folks. We are out of time for today, but if you would like to listen to this program in its entirety, you can do that on our website. You go WISR680.com. You would look for programs, Let's Talk, and then, of course, the audio player will open up there for you. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk.